Welcome. You are listening to a sermon from Christ Chapel Barry. Listen and be blessed. The fire you need to excel in this street. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The fire that will make you outstanding. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The fire that will make you live a healthy life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, the sad, the fire that God will make a difference in your life. Receive in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Receive the fire of God. Receive the touch of God. It is well with you in Jesus' name. So shall it be. In Jesus' name we have worship. Let's have our seats. We are welcome to his presence. The King of Kings himself will meet with you today in Jesus' name. We are going to be praying this morning. Uh, but before we pray, I'm just going to share a few words with us. Does somebody want to pray? Are you sure you want to pray? Uh, today is the what day of our prayer and fasting? The 12th day. 12th day, is it? Is it the 12th day? Ah, that's a good day to pray. Tell me what that's a good day to pray. And the Lord will perfect that would concern you in Jesus' name. First Samuel chapter 17, I'm going to read verse 45 to 51. First Samuel 17, verse 55, I mean, verse 45 to 51. First Samuel 17, 45 to 51. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee, and take your head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. God will prove himself in your life. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword or spear, for the battle is the Lord's. And they will give into our hands. Verse 48. And it came to pass when the Philistines arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran towards the army to meet the Philistines. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead. And he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone. And smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran. Tell somebody David ran. And stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof. And slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, what did they do? Every Philistine and their champions in your situation, they will flee today in Jesus' name. They will run today in Jesus' name. The topic of our brief discussion this morning is the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to who? Belongs to the Lord. We know that passage we have just read very well. Right from Sunday school, or maybe I should say right from children's church, we learn about David and Goliath. In this passage, brethren, 
David was identifying, I mean, was addressing an identified enemy in Goliath. So David knew who his enemy was on that day. And who was the enemy? Goliath. But you see, what I call Goliath is, by definition, Goliath is a big problem. So every big problem is what? Are we together this morning? Every big problem is a Goliath. So if you look at your situation this morning, and you see a problem that looks like it is oversized, that is Goliath. That is Goliath. That is Goliath. And that Goliath will fall today in the name of Jesus. Amen. That Goliath in your situation will fall today in the name of Jesus. Amen. In fact, the Bible tells us that the army of Israel, they ran away from Goliath whenever he presented himself and he challenged them. When you look at first, Samuel 17, verses 4 to 7, we're not going to read it. Verse 4 to 7, the Bible says, He came out and said, I am the champion of the Philistines. Send me your champion. Let's fight together. If I defeat your champion, you will become our servant. If your champion defeats me, we will become your servants. And the Bible says, at the sight of Goliath, the army of Israel melted like wax. I want to ask you a problem, I mean a question today. What is that big problem confronting you? You see, Goliath was a problem that needed help. In fact, it, it was so big that his shield was carried for him by someone else. We are meant to understand that even his spear had to be carried for him. He was like the problem that made the children of Israel to, 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 to address themselves as grasshoppers and insignificant. In other words, whatever be the challenge, whatever be the situation, you see, that's why where the Bible is complete. Every problem in life is addressed in the Bible. True or false? So if you look at it and say, I, I can't see this peculiar one, the Bible now summarizes and says, nothing is what is impossible without God. Every problem, every Goliath is there. The children of Israel went to spy out the promised land in Numbers chapter 13. From verse 31 to 33, they came back. And the, 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 I mean, those that were uh, 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 physically minded, those that were carnal, those that were walking by sight and not by faith, they came back and said, ah, we are not able to go against the people, for they are stronger than we. Numbers 13, 31. 32 said, they brought up an evil report of the land which they had sat unto the children of Israel, saying, the land through which you have gone to serve is a land that eats up its inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. Big men. Those are the people we saw in it. Brethren, this land might eat up people. It will not eat you up. Amen. This land might overcome people. It will not overcome you. Amen. They say, and there we saw the giants. The sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. So we were in their sight. Tell somebody, don't be a grasshopper. You see, the children of Israel became grasshoppers because they saw themselves as what? Grasshoppers. So it now became so easy for them to die. They began to die like what? Grasshoppers. But when you make up your mind, 
That I am a giant slayer. That's what I am. I am. A giant slayer. So whatever be the giant, you will overcome that giant in Jesus' name. Because the battle does not belong to you. Whose is the battle? The battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. The battle belongs to him. Like a man of God said, he said, if you have the solution to your problem, you don't need God in it. So, but when you have a situation that you cannot overcome without the help of God, then God is ready. And I know for someone here today, God is ready. Amen. I say, I know for someone here today, God is ready. Amen. You don't fight the enemy with his own weapons. If you do, what will happen? You will lose. You want to fight the enemy with his own weapons? Then failure is assured. Because the Bible tells us that our weapons are what? They are not carnal. They are not carnal. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4. Say, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Strongholds. What is a stronghold? A stronghold is not a wall of Jericho. Strongholds, where do they exist? Anybody know? Where do strongholds exist? In the mind. Strongholds are built in the mind. When you've made up your mind that this is my limitation, that becomes what? Your limitation. When you make up your mind that this is how far I can go, no matter what you do, you cannot exceed that limitation. The Bible starts by saying, our weapons, they are mighty through God to the pulling down of all strong. Now look at the next verse. It says, casting down. What? Imaginations. Imaginations. Whatever makes you to think you are a grasshopper, I come against it today in Jesus' name. Whatever makes you to think you are an ant, I come against it today in Jesus' name. Whatever makes you to think that your Lord is to walk and walk and walk with no result, I come against it in Jesus' name. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. That's what Goliath did. He said, I defy the armies of the living God. Goliath said, I don't care what you know about your God. I know about myself and I'm telling you, I challenge you. In other words, when Goliath was challenging Israel, he was challenging Israel and their God. If you are a child of God, that particular situation, that situation that is challenging you, it's not just challenging you. Who is that situation challenging? It's challenging your God. But so long as you believe that, ah, this situation has come again, ah, the devil begins to continue to cheat you. He said, this one doesn't know who he believes. Let's be with him. But when you wake up and say, ah, my God, my God, I know you have not forsaken me. Show forth on my behalf. <laughs> you know what? You know God loves challenges. He loves challenges. God want, He loves children that know what their authority is. They say, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So the, the first point I made there is that David was addressing an identified enemy in Goliath who was by definition a big problem. That's what is that, that, that big problem. Say, so say that big problem. 
is a Goliath. And he will fall. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Number two, the objective of Goliath was to conquer and make Israelites his slaves. Or the slaves of the Philistines. And brethren, every problem the devil throws on your path, the objective is that you may be conquered and become a slave of that situation. A slave of the circumstances. That's what Goliath said in 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 9. He said, if you kill me, we'll be your servants. But if I kill that your, your champion, then you'll be our servant. But you know what? Nothing can kill you. Nothing can overcome you. Amen. Except you make up your mind that that's what you want to kill you. You know some people will say, ah, this boy, you will not kill me, oh. Ah, which type of talk is that? And this girl, you will not kill me, oh. Ah. If you are not careful, it's your mother that will kill you and then you say it's the girl that has killed you. The Bible says, To whom you yield yourselves, servants to obey. His servants you are. Whether of sin unto death, of obedience unto righteousness. Romans 6, verse 16 to verse 17. But it says, God be thanked. You were servants of sin. No, that's past tense. He so. said, you were servants of sin. But you have obeyed from the heart the form of doctrine, which was delivered unto you. See, he was talking to the Roman church. He said, you were servants of sin. Because you yielded yourselves unto sin. Everyone here is supposed to talk about sin in the past tense. Not in the present tense. Not in the future. Because we are, we are members of the victorious army of the living God. Don't let sin make you its slave. Make up your mind. That this year, you will live a victorious Christian life. And if sin cannot conquer you, I assure you, brethren, nothing and no one can conquer you. You will win this battle in Jesus' name. Amen. Goliath succeeded in instilling fear into the heart of the army of Israel. That's my third point. He succeeded in doing what? Instilling fear. He made them afraid. 1 Samuel 17, verse 10 to 11. 1 Samuel 17, 10 to 11. The Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. They said, give me a man that we may fight, uh, we fight together. And look at verse 11. Verse 11. When Saul and all Israel had those sorts of the Philistines, what happened? They were dismayed. They were greatly afraid. The moment you become afraid of Goliath, you have given opportunity for Goliath to overcome you. They were dismayed. They were no wonder they couldn't fight him. <coughs> the moment, excuse me, the moment um, David came, he heard what Goliath said once. <laughs> I said, no way. No way. I'm not going to take that. He gave it back to him. The man of God was sharing a, a, a testimony with us. I'm trying to remember that testimony very well. Yes. He said, in a particular office, there was a sister who was a Christian. And in that office, whenever, I think she was a, maybe a career civil servant, you know, this uh, civil service thing. 
Whenever the position was vacant for whatever reason, it is this sister that they will come in to do what to as what? The acting boss. Tell somebody the acting boss. When the new boss comes, she reverts back to her position. And then one day, the person who was like on that, in that position called the lady. I don't know what happened. And said, do you know, you know this chair, this seat? I said, oh yes. I acted in this position when you were not there. Before you came, I was one acting in that position. And the man said that it was over his dead body. That the lady would take over that position. <laughs> and the woman looked at him and said, So be it. That, that was all she said. So be it. Brethren, if somebody can be brave to come to you and say, Over his dead body, will you take that which the Lord has given to you? Don't be, uh, what, what is the word? Don't be shy to rest, to answer him back. Open your mouth. He has spoken to you. The Bible says the power of what? The power of life. They are where? He has made his own life and death and the power of the tongue. He has made his own pronouncement. Answer him back. He said, over his dead body will that sister occupy that position. And the lady said, so be it. And so was it. The man just traveled. It was going an official function. Of course, the lady just said, so be it, and went home and said, look at that, yeah, yeah, man, it's not serious. She went home, and she went where? On her knees. Because you know what? If somebody said, until I die, you can't ascend that, if that person has to, why did he call her in the first instance? He saw something. It's because he saw something in you that threatens him. And for him to tell you that, he just wants to instill fear into your mind. He will be happy to do what? To eliminate you. Brethren, the world is a battlefront. Do you realize that? The world is a battlefront. He traveled. He had an accident. He died. He did not come back. Who killed him? Who killed him? He killed himself. And the better part of it is that that lady was promoted into that position. God will fight for you. Amen. I said God will fight for you. Amen. There are a few things you need to do. You have got to do them. You have got to do them. You've got to know your authority and stand for it. Goliath succeeded in instilling fear into the heart of Saul the king. And all the soldiers of Israel. But a man who was not one of the, I mean, part of the army, David. He heard the words of Goliath once and said, No way, I'm not going to take that. Tell somebody, I ain't going to take that. He said, No, I'm not taking this. He overcame. You will overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. I said, You will overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. The enemy has physical weapons. In the case of Goliath, he talked of the sword. The spear and the shield. In addition, he's got spiritual weapons clouded in deception. Clouded in what? You know, many of us, when we hear, they say they've come again. They say they will tell you that the devil is in your thinking. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. Those are the people that Satan loves. 
Satan loves people that believe he doesn't exist. Why? He already has captured them. He's just waiting for a day. Say, this one, I have no time for you now. You are mine. Let me go and fight greater battles. Deception. Deception. And we, but, we, but the Bible makes us to understand that we have some weapons that the enemy cannot overcome. And if we want to limit ourselves to the passage that we read, we are, David mentioned some of those weapons, just a few of them. He says, I come against you in what? In the name of the Lord. But he didn't just say, the Lord. He said, What? The Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts. The Bible tells me that the name of the Lord is what? Is a strong tower. Say the righteous run into it and what? And they are saved. The only people that will run into that name and will not be saved are those who are what? Unrighteous. Say the righteous run into it and are saved. Can you please ask your neighbor, are you righteous? righteous. Don't be afraid to ask. Ask your neighbor again, are you righteous? Because if you are righteous, you will run into this name and you are saved. It's a strong tower. Some people will shout Jesus and the devil will slap them. Some other people will shout Jesus. What will happen? The devil will flee because there's authority. There's power. The power in righteousness with which we pronounce that name. The righteous run it into it and they are saved. In Psalm 61, verse 1 to 3, the psalmist said, Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. God will hear your prayers today. He said, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. Say, When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Then look at his, his reason. He said, For thou hast been a shelter for me, a strong tower. From the enemy. When the Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower, he's a strong tower from who? From the enemy. The enemy doesn't give up, but he can't get you. Amen. I say he can't get you. Amen. Tell nobody he can't get me. Can't get and he won't get you in Jesus' name. Amen. As we round up, before we start praying, this name is a name above every other name. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Verses 9 to 11, actually. He said, Wherefore, God had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every name shall bow. Of things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth. Uh, if things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth will bow, where else can these things exist? Somebody tell me, where else? In heaven? On earth, under the earth, they will bow. That's what they will bow. So it means no ma- it doesn't matter where the enemy is hiding for you. He has failed. Because this year, the battle belongs to who? And he will fight for you in Jesus' name. He now says, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Your problems will confess the Lordship of Jesus. Your situation will confess the Lordship of Jesus. That challenge you confess the lordship of Jesus. Amen. Because of you, that your boss will say Jesus is Lord. Amen. Because I, I am seeing someone here who will sing a new song. 
you will sing a new song. Amen. That old song, that old song is what? It's old. This is a season for the new. Amen. Ah, and in the great things that God has proposed to do for us this year, you will not be an exception. Amen. I say you will not be an exception. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That's why the Bible says all things are passed away. Behold what? All things have become new. But you see, verse 12 of that Philippians chapter 2. Philippians verse 12. He said, Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always what? Obeyed. Not as in my presence only. Maybe another will say, not in church only. But now much more in what? In my absence. Don't be like my friend Okechuku. I've told you his story before, have you? When I was doing my youth service. Okechuku has this small Bible. Anywhere he goes, it's in his left hand, so that he doesn't forget it. When he's driving, he puts it on the, what do you call that thing? Dashboard. Anywhere Okechuku goes, he goes with his Bible. And I was a youth copper. So me, I would follow him anywhere. anywhere I had nothing doing. And then we bought gas. And the, the, the gas, uh, what do you call them? The attendant. Oga, what should I write in the receipt? Your receipts are useless in that in God's own country. <laughs> Most of us don't obtain receipts. They, 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 uh, then, no, I don't know what happens now. The machine doesn't dispense receipts. Uh, whatever. Nobody. So he said, what should I write? He said, we'll buy gas for 50 naira. Lot of money then. Okay, Chuku said, put 100. Oga, okay, Chuku. But you bought uh, gas for 50 naira. Okay, Chuku said, Christianity apart, business apart. Don't be like Okechuku. Let your Christianity permeate your life. Let your Christianity permeate your business life. Then God can fight for you. If your business is, the, is where your iniquity and unrighteousness is, is, is taken care of, so that you're only a Christian on Sunday, when you call upon the name of Jesus, Satan will slap you. You see, people are calling that name, you too, you are calling the name. How would you get a brethren? He said, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in what? In my absence. Work out your own salvation. Which what? Can you ask your neighbor, are you saved? That's a very important question. Are you saved? Are you born again? If Christ comes today, are you, are you going to be among those that will say, ah, that is microphone or what they, whatever they call that thing he puts on his head. The thing just fell. He just disappeared because that's how it will disappear. Are you going to be here saying, I saw it? Or will I meet and say, ah, my brother, you are here. My sister, you are here. What will be your own testimony? Brethren, I'm going with him. He said, you must work out your own salvation with what? Fear and not the fear of man, not the fear of pastor, but the fear of God. Because like someone man said, there is God who and he sees it, and he knows it. He knows the depths that nobody... What your wife does not know, who knows? Oh. What your husband does not know, who knows? Oh. The Bible says we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Walk out your own salvation with what? Fear and trembling. That's why Jesus died. Don't let his death be in vain. Bible makes us to understand.
that David ran. He ran unto Goliath. When Goliath began to take what I call dignified steps. You know, Goliath was a giant, a big man. And began to take dignified steps towards David. I said, this man, you are wasting my time. David ran to him. And he took care of him. Today, you will run to your Goliath. And that Goliath will fall. Let's rise on our feet. But adventure, you are here, you are not born again. Before we start, because when we start praying, the prayers we are going to pray today, they are not, uh, uh, we, we, are not we, we are not here to pamper the devil. We want him to know that we have come to be friends of the living God. So if you are here, you are not born again, this is your time. Open your heart and tell the Lord, that, Lord, <laughs> Lord, just tell him, say, Lord, I'm sorry. Write my name in the book of life. Accept me as I am. Let the blood of Jesus that was shed upon the cross of Calvary for me not be in vain. I must not live here the way I came. I cannot be in this service and this service will stand against me on the day of, on, on, I mean, on the last day. Tell the Lord. Talk to him right now. He's your God. He's your God. He's your God. So that your prayers today will not be in vain. Ah, tell the Lord. You are watching us online. You are not born again. Tell him, Lord. I give my life to you. I yield my life to you. Come into my situation. Be the Lord of my life. Write my name in the book of life. I want to be identified with you. I want to, to be known as your son, as your daughter. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Why don't you begin to thank God for, for, for such a time as this? Today is the 12th day of our prayer and fasting for those of us who are fasting. Thank God for bringing us to his presence, for bringing you here today. Bless his holy name. Say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I bless, I exalt your holy name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. You are going to declare and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, name of I, decree, I decree we will not bury any member of this church this year in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. We will not bury any member. We will not bury any member. We will not bury any member. Marabo saika kori mashanda itragabo e prosoto le anda legarebo satalina iria. Now you are going to pray, personalize our prayer. Say, I will not bury any member. I will not bury anyone. Bear, ah, that's not my portion. That's not my assignment. E zedabaska koria mashanda itragabo e prosoto le anda itragabo e mariba shatalianda itragabo. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Remember the story I told us. That man was the one that said it was over his dead body. And truly, the lady was promoted over his dead body. The Bible says, he that did get a pit. What will happen to him? Say, and a serpent will do what? Will bite him that breaks through a wall. You are going to pray. He said, everyone that has dug a grave for my life will fall into his own grave. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Maikere masotolenda. E prosotole anda itragabo. 
Reika pasoto linda itragama ushkate. Everyone that has dug a grave for my life will fall into his own grave. In the name of Jesus. Ah, rema sando idabo seika lema ushkate. Eprosoto le anda uria. Baribunda idegema ushkate. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Um, technical. Esther chapter 6 verse 13. Can you put it on the screen? Esther chapter 6 verse 13. Esther 6 verse 13. He said, And Haman told Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends, everything that had befallen him. Then said his wise men and Zeresh, his wife, unto him, If Mordecai be of the seed of the Jews, before whom thou hast begun to fall, he said, Thou shalt not prevail against him, but shalt surely fall before him. Is this in your Bible? Are you sure? You are going to pray. You say, Father, Father prove that you are my God. In the name of Jesus. Ah, prove that you are my God. Ah, in every situation of life, prove that you are my God. Prove that you are my God, O oh Lord. Prove that you are my God. In the name of Jesus. Prove that you are my God. Ah, my posse calendar itragabo. Ebarama so kali anda itragabo. Prove that you are my God, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Prove that you are my God. Eremaske kelia andragaba ushkate. Prove that you are my God, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Ebakatolia indragaba ushkate. Prove that you are my God. Emarebo satoli anda hidragabo. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. That same Esther, chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. Esther, chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. Esther, chapter 7. He said, And Habona, one of the chamberlains, said before the king, Behold, the gallows fifty cubits high, which Haman had made for Mordecai, who had spoken good for the king, standing in the house of Haman. Then the king said, what did the king say? Hang him there on. <laughs> you are going to say, Father, Father I, will I will not hang on the gallows of the enemy. Ah, open your mouth and pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I will not hang on the gallows of the enemy. I will not hang on the gallows of the enemy. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. In 2 Kings chapter 1, I be. When, was it 2 or 1 Kings? When Elijah. 2 Kings chapter 1 was sitting on just a, a, an elevation, a hill. And the king of Israel has sent unto Beelzebub, that, or the king of Ekron, that they should go and ask. He was sick. That will he be healed or not? And God told Elijah, go and tell him. Is it because there's no king in Israel? That you have sent unto an heathen king to ask. He said he will not come, come down from that uh, bed of illness. Then the man said, who is the person that came to you? He said, when they discussed, ah, that's Elijah. They now sent the captain of the 50 and his 50. Say, go and arrest him. And they came. 
And they say, oh, man of God. See, see, uh, see how foolish people can be. They call him a man of God. They now say, the king said, come down. <laughs> uh, Elijah said, if I be a man of God, let fire come down and consume you and your 50. And before he finished, what happened? Fire fell and consumed them. Tell somebody, I will not come down. Do you know what it means to come down? I know what the first thing that comes to your mind is demotion. Is that not so? Ah, to come down means to be demoted. You will not be demoted in Jesus' name. When some people come down, they come down to the grave. So coming down is in, is in, is in, is in stages. As if you say, I will not come down. Say, I refuse to come down. In the name of Jesus. Then you are going to the guy and say, let fire. Settle the matter. Do you mean it? Do you want fire to settle the matter? Uh, say every situation. Say every situation that wants to bring me down. Let fire settle the matter. Every situation that wants to send me to the grave. Let fire settle the matter. Open your mouth and pray. In the name of Jesus. Let fire settle that matter, O oh Lord. Ebara basikalema anda itragabo. Imbra sotole anda itragabo. Marebun ragaba ushkate. Epro sotolena ilima ushkate. Malma kapokotoli andragabo. Let fire settle the matter. In the name of Jesus. Epro sotole anda itragabo. Marebun robo sotolia. Marebun robo sotolia. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are praying. So anyone that wants Christ's chapel to come down, let fire settle the matter. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Mabo satola ikalo enrabo satola enragabo. Anyone that wants this church to come down. Let fire settle the matter. In Jesus' name, we are praying. We are still going to pray that prayer. But I just remember the testimony that the Jew shared. Because, brethren, you see, they say when your food is cold, then what can be flying upon your food? Flies can fly upon food that is what? When the food is hot, even flies don't want to die. He said the service was going on in the church. And two women came to the church. Uh, they came together. And after a while, one of the women left all her belongings, went out and stood by the door and sent a message to her friend and said, Ah, bring my things for me. I'm going with her. Ah, the service is going on with the family. Said, ah, no, I'm not coming again. Said, What's the problem? Say, There's fire in that place. So when I said we should pray, that Everyone and everything that I mean that wants to steal from this church, let fire do what? Settle the matter. When they any you know, when you talk of thief, what we think of as what is money and your TV. And but brethren, there are thieves of glory. There are thieves of destiny. There are there, there are thieves of of lives. There are thieves in every ramification. They will not get you in Jesus' name. They will not get you in Jesus' name. Amen. So you are going to anyone, anyone that wants this church to come down, let fire settle the matter. 
In the name of Jesus. Ekerevo satola indragabo. Imbrasa korima uskate. Eprasema lenda itragabo. Barabanda hilagama uskate. Let fire settle the matter. Let fire settle the matter. Ezereva sokalima handaria. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Is there anyone that wants to steal? I hope you know what we're talking about this church. This church is not this building, no. Who is the church? It's good we understand. Anyone that wants to steal from this church, let fire settle the matter. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Rekebo Satola in Ragabo. E prosimali anda itragabundoria. Yeremakatolegeba Ushkata. E prosotole anda itragabo. Anyone that wants to steal from this church. Let fire settle the matter. E prosite lenda itragabo. Barabundro bosoto lenda itragabo. Mayagatali kakariba ushkata. E prosotole andaria. In Jesus' name we are praying. I decree. Anyone that wants to steal your husband or your wife, fire will settle the matter. I say fire will settle the matter. <laughs> ah, a man of God shared a testimony with us this last weekend. The man, the man left the house, he said, for 30 years. Testimony, 30 years. But the woman refused. She, she remained steadfast. And there was a program like this. And she prayed that, ah, <laughs> that God must turn this situation around. <laughs> he said, when the husband knocked on the door and he came in, when she saw him, she knew that he did, where he left, he didn't live there peacefully. They dealt with him. So the woman didn't bother to ask him any questions. What did she do? She just said, what? You are welcome. I pray for someone here. Whosoever wants to steal your husband or your wife, fire will settle the matter in the name of Jesus. Every conspiracy against you, against your home, against what God has given unto you, fire will settle the matter in the name of Jesus. I set confusion into the camp of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. You are going to pray. Say, anyone. That has dug a grave for any member of this church. Let fire settle the matter in the name of Jesus. Anyone that has dug a grave for any member of this church, let fire settle the matter. Hey, Maporia Katole in the Itragabo, Rekekebo, Rekekebo, Rima Sotolia, a Prusutuli and the Itragabundoria. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Anyone, anyone, anyone that has dug a grave for a member of this church, let fire settle the matter in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. We are going to sing two songs and then I'll go and sit down. One is related to this fire business. It says, Fire is the key. Fire is the key. Fire is the master key. Jesus started with fire and he's still on fire. That's the type of you need to know. Jesus started with fire and what? And he's still on fire. <laughs> Is he your Jesus? Is my Jesus so? <laughs> I am full of fire. I am surrounded by fire. And whosoever wants to come against me, they are coming against what? So Jesus started with fire 
and he's still on fire. Fire is the master key. Fire is the key. Fire is the key. Oh yes, fire is the key. Fire is the master key. Jesus started with fire. He's still on fire. Fire is the master. Fire is the key. Oh yes, fire is the key. Fire is the master key. Jesus started with fire. He's still on fire. Fire is the Fire is a key. Oh yes, fire is a key. Fire is a master key. Jesus, oh, oh, and it's still on fire. Fire is a key. Oh yes, fire is a key. Fire is a massacre. Jesus started with fire. He's still on fire. Fire is a massacre. Fire is a king. Fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, fire. 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 Jesus started with fire. He's still on fire. Fire is a man. Your fire will not go down. I say your fire will not go down. You continue to be on fire for the Lord. The devil is in trouble concerning you. So shall it be. In Jesus' name we are praying. I said we are going to sing two songs. The second song says, Going up. Higher, going up higher. In Jesus' name, we are going up. We cannot be stopped. We are going up. Going up. Going up. In Jesus' name, we are going up. We cannot be stopped. We are going up. Going up. Going up. In Jesus, we are going up. We cannot be stopped. We are going up. Oh, going up. Going up. In Jesus' name. We are going up. We cannot be stopped. We are going up. Going up. Going up. In Jesus' name, we are going up. We cannot be stopped. We are going up. Tell somebody I'm going up. Tell someone I'm unstoppable. Tell someone I'm on fire. The Bible says our God is a consuming fire. Tell somebody that anyone that tries this fire, 
will be consumed. So shall it be. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to our sermon here on Christ Chapel TV. Tune in next time for the next sermon. God bless you.